podcast, Ascenta Insights. I'm your host, Nanda Felding, a senior partner at Ascenta Partners, an executive search firm in London, where I run the global consumer and brand practice. The pandemic has inspired us to take a fresh approach to our business and leverage one of our greatest assets, our global network of executives. We have launched this Ascenta Insights series to answer specific questions across many business critical topics. In collaboration with Johanna at Krischer Co., a tech entrepreneur and strategic management consultant, I'll be joined by a guest speaker in each episode. These subject matter experts are happy to share their knowledge with you, our global audience. Last week, G2 Firma shared several global trends impacting companies. One of them is the more fluid approach to work-life balance. As mentioned, we will deep dive into this specific topic of flex working today. We have invited a thought leader in the flexible time and space movement, i.e. the future of work, which is one of the most discussed topics at the moment amongst our clients. Chiara Bisconti, previous HR executive at Nestle and Deputy City Council of Milan, is a thought leader in agile working. She will share her progressive views in this episode and she will give her personal reflections regarding this topic. What does agile work really mean and how does it affect employees' overall health? What if we think of careers in a circular way as opposed to a linear way? How can employers benefit from offering better time and space concepts to their employees? And what can organizations do to embark on this flexible working journey? Food for thought that we trust will be insightful. And Chiara, over to you. Thank you, Nanda and Desenta, for the opportunity to share some of my thoughts with your audience today. And indeed, I would like to share my thoughts about the way we will work in the future. We can call it agile work or flexible working or smart working. However we call it, it's the way we work when we are not obliged to go to the office every single day at the same hour. I will also share with you my personal thoughts about time and space. Because when you start working in an agile way, the use of time and space changes deeply. And it is very important to be aware of it. The pandemic has changed the way we live. And now we are in the middle of a huge change. We still don't know our future. But we all know that tomorrow is going to be different from yesterday. We have learned it through COVID. Personally, I'm feeling that for the first time in my life, I am in the history. And I am aware that I need to do the right moves. I need to play the right game, even if I don't know how to play it. I'm 54, I live in Milan. I've spent most of my professional life working in companies, both public and private. Today, I'm an HR consultant. And from my position, I can assure you that agile working works everywhere, ever. No matter if the company is big or small, private or public, it is working in the manufacturing sector or in services. It works when it's a new policy of the company or an emergency measure taken by governments. It always works because it is related to human relationships. 
And humans behave in the same way. They share the same emotions and develop the same relationships, regardless the place they are working in. At the end of the day, agile work is mostly a different way to organize human relationships in a different setting of time and space. In companies, we are used to deal with time. We all want to meet deadlines. We put our efforts to reduce lead times. We think that quick is better. We know that efficiency is related to a good use of time. But we seldom think of our personal time. We don't ask ourselves, which is the best part of the day for me? Where is my peak of productivity? How many hours do I bear sitting in a meeting room without feeling tired? We seldom think that our personal time is worthy. We seldom realize that we are constantly trying to fit our personal time to an external time imposed by others. And we don't like the idea that time is the only resource that we constantly lose every single day, every single minute. We are all living this terrible 2020. Many of us lived the lockdown period. Some are still in the middle of it. I just want to remind you that during the lockdown, we didn't work in a smart way. We were forced to stay home and to work from home for a very long period. Agile working is completely different. Agile working is a mindset and it's linked to freedom, to individual choices, to a free use of time. I would like to share with you my personal story. I started working 28 years ago in a big multinational company, Nestle. At the beginning of my career, I was a saleswoman. It was during that very early experience that I learned how to work in an agile way. It's funny because I often try to convince managers that agile work is a good way of working and they are often scared of it and see it as a completely new practice. But salespeople have always worked that way. They have clear targets. They can manage time and places on their own. They attend meetings only when necessary. And their meetings are always well prepared, with clear agenda, often in nice places. And so agile working was my imprinting. And after three years, when I had to return to the head offices, I had exactly the same feelings that said people feel when they are forced to come to the offices. I was feeling that I was spending so many hours in a single office. I had a headache and I got so bored in endless meetings. But then I had my first and second son and of course my life changed. Also my perception of time changed. I met for the first time of my life what I call the circular time. It's a time that goes and come back again. I got used to the idea of a career having stops and goes, and perhaps not only for maternity reasons. But then, sometimes it happens. I had my annus horribilis, my terrible year. 
with too many tough things happening all in the same moment. And so I decided to resign and I left the company. When I came back, after two years as a consultant, I started working in HR. It was around 2004. By then, I had two clear concepts in my mind. First, time was crucial for everybody. And it was different for everyone. And it also changed in different stages of people's lives. I realized that personal time was moving in a different way from the rigid scheduling that companies apply. And this asynchronicity was something that I would have tried to understand better. Second, I would always have done my best to prevent other women from going through what I went through, as I knew very well that the solution to those kind of problems was to be found in a different use of time. In San Pellegrino, the water company of the Nestle Group, we launched a program to increase the number of female managers. We involved women of the company in discussions and work groups. Once, we organized a plenary meeting inviting all the women of the company. I clearly remember the huge room crowded with women and the young girl on the stage saying to us, I want everything. Those simple words are still in my mind. They sound like a mantra to me. If companies start using time in a different way, people are not forced to make tough decisions anymore. They are not forced to choose between private life and work. Moreover, if careers are planned in a circular way, and if we give people the chance to stop for a while and then start again, more people can be included. Perhaps more people can meet their chance later than others. Or they can step back without fearing that the new chance will not be offered again. If stops are not seen as a, as a problem, life would be much easier for everyone, HR included. So going back to San Pellegrino, we launched some pilots. We let people work from home. We introduced different forms of flexibility. We suggested people to work from the nearest office or factory instead of coming every day to the headquarters. We were really pioneers in Italy. We signed the first collective agreement in our country on agile work. It became a milestone in Italy, helping other companies to start working that way. And we started measuring the effects. We saw the reduction of overtime. The rate of absenteeism dropped. People reported that they were having savings. They could use their carless or spare some hours of babysitting. We saw teams starting paying more attention to organization of, of the working week, the single meeting, and so on. We saw managers asking us advices to improve their ability to define targets and provide feedbacks. In other words, we saw our company starting the process of improvement that agile working requires. When managers cannot control their people by having them physically around, they are forced 
to better organize processes, to improve the effectiveness of their meetings, to give clear targets and feedbacks. They have to learn how to delegate. They have to learn how to deal with responsible people. They have to entrust their people. Freedom, accountability and trust become the most needed words in an agile working environment. If you happen to read Reed Hastings' book, the CEO of Netflix, you will find in the first pages FNR, which is the way Netflix employees refer to their freedom and responsibility culture, which is very close to my personal idea of agile working. But for me, the most incredible effect that we measured was happiness. People told us that working in an agile way made them happy. They could spend more time with their children or taking a walk in a public park. They could avoid rush hour or travel more easily. They could enjoy more their homes. Their life was easier and they were much happier. For me as an HR, that was the most important goal. Let's say that for me, as a human being, making people happy is the most important task ever. In 2011, I changed my job and I became deputy for the City Council of Milan. I was in charge of well-being. And again, I immediately started working on time and flexibility. I launched the Agile Working Days in Milan and through years, we succeeded in raising the topic at the national level. In 2017, Italy had its first law on agile work. It was a tremendous success for me. The law was really needed in my country. And you can imagine that those words, I want everything, were still very clear in my mind. During the agile working days, we started measuring the benefits for the whole city. And we realized that they were enormous. Hundreds of tons of CO2 avoided. Better use of public transportation. An average of two hours of time spared by citizens. But again, for me, the most important benefit was happiness. We received exactly the same messages that we received in the company on a larger scale. Their well-being increased. And once more, that was the goal that gave me the greatest satisfaction. At the end of my political experience, I decided to have a sabbatical. I wish everyone could have a sabbatical in her his life. It is something very close to extreme luxury. It's a gift. It's a period of creativity, introspection, growth. And it is also useful for companies. It helps managing careers. It should be a common tool for HR, a standard move when career steps are closed for someone. If I were a CEO of a company, I would add compulsory sabbatical into HR toolkits. After the sabbatical, I rejoined my previous company and after a couple of years, I left it again. Forever this time. I'm sure that the decision was due to time again. 
When people turn 50, time seems to change again. There is a new urge to spend it the better way possible. There is a new consciousness of value of time. Again, companies should understand it. There are plenty of aged workers ready to change the way they work. I bet that if asked, many over 50s would change money for time. They would accept part-time senior positions if only it would be culturally accepted. They could work less, earn less, gain time and leave space to young people. They could be the best mentors or trainers for their successors. Companies should give this chance to their people. They should reject the in-or-out way of working. They should offer flexible careers. They should imagine careers moving differently at the end, when people are ready to reduce time, when they can afford a lower pay, and they can start living in a different way. I'm sure that this is the way careers will be managed in the future. In September, I went to Salina, a small Italian island in the middle of the Mediterranean, enjoying South Working for five days. South Working is another Italian use of an English word, meaning people working agile somewhere in the south of Italy. I'm convinced that it can be a great chance for the economy of my country. Everyone should aim to work agile from one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Warm weather, blue skies and wonderful beaches, best food ever. During that experience, I personally had the chance to realize the importance of quality of space. High quality of space means high quality of thinking, good interpersonal relations and good performances. When we work in a beautiful environment, the way we think improves dramatically. Honestly, I think that we don't care enough about the space we work in. We were exhausted after two months of lockdown, as we were forced to remain in the same place for a long period, but we don't realize how tired we can be when we spend a whole life in the same office, and very often dull offices. We work in low-quality spaces, sometimes miss fresh air or good light. We seldom have plants and fresh flowers in our offices. Sometimes we even don't have colors. But then we ask our people to be creative, to produce quality solutions. We look for intuition, new ideas. And we don't see the connection between their minds and the space they live in. The more we work in an agile way, the more our offices are changing. We don't need places to gather people. We need nice spaces to attract people. In the near future, people will more and more work outside offices. So our offices need to become the best place people would like to go. It sounds easy. We give our people trust and let them work when they want, where they want. Then we build the best offices ever. Places where people can meet, can experience good group working, can eat together in wonderful canteens and have meetings in rooms that stimulate creativeness and happiness. Things are already moving. Future offices are not so far from reality. We should imagine them 
and start preparing them as soon as possible. Because, as I said, the new future is already here. And we should think that now, more than ever, we need strong talent. COVID has given us the opportunity to enlarge our talent pool. We are conscious now that we can hire people all over the world as we can let them live where they live and work for us. Organizations need a progressive approach in considering these global profiles and be more flexible in their talent acquisition and engagement strategies as the world is becoming smaller and being truly agile is becoming an asset in winning the war on talent. Keep in mind that high-performing talent will ask for responsibility and freedom. They will strive to work in a high-performing environment where results only matter, no matter space or time needed to reach them. They will look for organizations that understand the real value of time, the importance of quality spaces, the existence of different careers, the changing needs of their people, the cruciality of a result-oriented culture. Those organizations will provide them meaningful jobs and they will fulfill their urge to live in a better world. So, if you agree with some of my visionary ideas, the good news is that it is possible to start immediately. Start involving your leadership team in an open discussion about time. Share your own emotions about the way you use time and try to suggest small improvements in the way you all use it in order to enhance the personal time work time balance. Choose one single project to renew your offices, being it a new way to use the canteen or starting the use of shared desks. Encourage your staff to make improvements when it comes to their space in order to enhance mental well-being, enhance productivity. And finally, start listening to your people. Ask them something about their personal life and you will immediately face the need for, of a more agile way of working. Let's not forget, technology is enhancing us greatly in these quests. Episode 3 of this podcast is actually a great example of how an app has been used to enhance agile working and listening to the wider employee voice to impact future work strategies. Overall, this is a transformation that doesn't just sit with HR. It is one that needs to be embraced by the top and trust is critical from a cultural point of view. Please keep in mind that at the end of the day, Happiness is really what we are looking for. And so, let your people be happy. And, as we have heard in previous podcasts, happy people lead to happy customers and happy shareholders. Provide your people good conditions to find their own happiness. And trust them, respect them, and respect their individual time. And be ready to enter the new Agile future which is very, very near to come. Thank you. Thank you, Chiara. I like the personal story element. Thank you for sharing. 
I believe it's so on point with where the world is moving. And indeed, the real value of time, the importance of quality spaces, the existence of different careers, the changing need of people and the cruciality of a results-oriented culture are all aspects top talent are looking for while evaluating future employers. Company strategies related to the future of work, including all these aspects, will impact companies' top and bottom line results. As they infect the talent organizations can hire, the output, for example, innovations and ideas they can come up with, and yes, also the overall happiness of employees, which is super important indeed. Next week, we pivot slightly as we have invited an industry guest to share her narrative about how to drive sustainability in the fashion world. We look forward to welcoming you back. And please consider subscribing to the Ascenta Insight podcast. You can also follow us now on Instagram. Thank you.